Hey, welcome back to the CA Power Players Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Askins. I've had this special guest before. I brought him back due to popular demand. Welcome back from Arturo Johnson Consulting, Mr. Arturo Johnson. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for having me uh, once again. Hopefully I wasn't <coughs> boring last time to, to have me back on. And it's, it's always good to, to connect and engage with you on your platform, man. So I'm, I'm definitely grateful for it. Dude, thanks, brother. I love you. I appreciate you, man. I love hanging out with you. Um, he On his TV back there, guys, he's got Rainmaker Secrets, okay, flashing on his TV. Maybe he can help us and share some of those secrets today to make it rain for our audience. Uh, Arturo, you've had a lot of success, man. You've, you've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars a year branding yourself in the community. Um, you know, like you, you're, and when I say that, I mean the industry, you know, um, you believe in, you know, marketing and selling, but you also like are very intentional, you know, when it comes to routine and mindset and stuff, like you're, you're one of those dudes. that's just super impressive. Um, in my eyes that I enjoy hanging out with and shout out, we were just in Nashville. I was speaking at a professionals forum in Nashville and you took, uh, Devin and I to dinner and oh my gosh, dude, what a freaking dinner it was. Was it good? Oh my gosh, bro. Thank you. Where, where, it was a Kane prime, wasn't it? Kane prime. Yeah. Like the best, best steakhouse in Nashville for sure. Dude, it was, oh, it was ridiculous. We had Wagyu expensive wine, like Arturo spares no expense. Okay. So if you guys ever end up at dinner with him, I guess he can't now because you know, he's heard it, you know, you've heard it from me about, uh, but dude, I, I, amazing dinner. I just enjoy hanging out with people that are doing big stuff at a high level, helping in, helping agents, but also generating millions of dollars in revenue. And that learn a lot along the way. And you're one of those dudes. You're one of those cats, you know? Mm. Yeah, it's fun. Um, yeah, man. What, like, where does, the, where does the discipline come from? Hmm. Well, <laughs> it comes from lessons, life lessons. Uh, for me personally, my discipline comes from doing it the wrong way first. Yeah. What was the it's, biggest life lesson? If you had to look back and say, dude, this lesson smacked me so hard. Like it was the mm -hmm. one thing that I remember. It was the biggest lesson of my entire life. Yeah. Uh, the biggest lesson was I can remember being probably like in the, the fourth grade. So probably like maybe eight, eight and 10 years old. Wow. And uh, I had someone come to my house um, and it was like a, a reading coach, somebody to assess my, my um, comprehension. And I can remember them t telling my mom that my comprehension was really, really low. And so that really fragmented my confidence. So mm. I went from like being excited and, and, and being excited about books and learning to like, man, I've got this learning disability kind of thing now, right? Like this, this, this shame kind of got projected onto me. And for a long time, man, I, I didn't, I, you know, I went from like wanting to raise my hand to read in class to like, now nah, I didn't want to do that. Then I got frustrated with books and I just completely started hating reading. Wow. And until, um, you know, for a long time, I just, I just gave up on learning. Yep. And just from that moment, I was like, oh, okay. And what happened from that was like, I, I, I gave up my creativity because creativity comes with imagination and words. Mm. And, you know, typically, if people who have a limited imagination and limited creativity comes from the limited vocabulary and the words they have in their mind. Right. Yeah. And so these things were here and I was like, Oh man, I needed to tap back into that. And the reason why that's even relevant is because, you know, I've got two small kids and I can see how they use their imagination because they can't communicate. 
but they're still processing things and being able to, they can't communicate verbally, but they can communicate in different ways. I'm like, oh man, I've kind of lost my creativity by letting whatever somebody said about me take the power away from me. And ideas and imagination are the way we see the world. And so, you know, it's either positive or negative. And typically the people who have a negative outlook on life or negative aspects of things, they always talk, focusing on the negative side of things. Typically Mm -hmm. their life seems to be, you know, in in that fashion as opposed to somebody who's optimistic, always, you know, seeing the good side of something or the glass half full. Well, you know, they're inspiring. They're always believing that even if they haven't figured it out, it it can be done. And uh, that's usually where, you know, that fulfillment and success come from. So it it started from there. And once I realized that I had given that up and that was something that was really affecting my life, uh, I sought out to change that. And it was basically just going back to the basics. Um, Started with personal development, Right. I went from watching a bunch of sports and hanging out and um, at bars and doing a bunch of things. that was wasting my time to starting to 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 learn more words, getting back into to to educating myself, stop listening to music and mm. um, start listening to audiobooks. Right. Start listening to people like Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar to get motivated. And these are things that I had heard before. So they were just reminders. But I had to pick back up those good habits and, and uh, replace those with the bad ones that I had. Hundred percent, man. That's such. I'm glad. I'm so, so interesting. You're mentioning that too, and I appreciate you sharing that and being vulnerable and talking through that moment. Because there's a which I spoke at your event, like mm-hmm. um, I don't know, six, like seven, eight months ago, and yeah. I'm speaking again in a month. But I have this story I've been sharing ever since then that I didn't share when I was there that I heard, um, and it relates to exactly what you're saying. It's super short. It's about Thomas Edison but it validates everything you're saying with what you just shared. I'm actually going to read it. I haven't shared it on my YouTube channel yet. Mm. Um, There's a story about Thomas Edison. It says, one day as a small child, Thomas Edison came home and gave a paper to his mother. He told her, my teacher gave this paper to me and told me to only give it to my mother. His mother's eyes were tearful as she read this letter out loud to her child. Your son is a genius. This school is too small for him and he doesn't have enough good teachers to train him. Please teach Mm. him yourself. Many years later, after Edison's mother had died, he was looking through old family things. Now one of the greatest inventors of the century, he suddenly saw a folded piece of paper in the corner of a desk drawer. Mm. He took the paper, he opened it, and on the paper was written, your son is mentally deficient. We won't let him come to school anymore. He is expelled. Edison cried for hours and then wrote in his diary, Thomas Alva Edison was a mentally deficient child that by a hero mother became the genius of the century. Mm. Why why is that so? Why does that stand out to you? Why was that something that was impactful? I'm just curious on what what that's about. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, Like, I don't I don't have any kids yet. You've got two, right? You're a a, a second parent again recently. Um, It's. It's interesting because as kids or as adults, whatever, like we hear things, people say things, right? Like the teacher really was telling Edison's mom to tell Thomas that, hey, you're men- he's mentally deficient and he can't come to school anymore. We're kicking him out, you know. But mm-hmm. instead, his mom took the message of negativity and something that could a ch- child could carry for, for years and years and years, decades, their whole life, whatever, that they're just not good enough. And they're basically a dummy. And mm. she re-spins it and says, 
you know, hey, the school really said you're a genius. They don't have enough good teachers to train you and that I've got to teach you myself because you're just, you're just smarter than everybody else, you know? And so she mm. took that moment in life and she spun it. And it's crazy because we could look back and, you know, Thomas Edison may not have been the, the inventor of the incandescent light bulb if the mom had said, hey, you're a dum-dum, you know, like, right. Just wild. And, and it yeah. proves everything you're saying about like how we talk to ourselves matters, how we take situations in life and spin them and use them for good versus believing things people are saying about us, you know? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is, this is very, very interesting. And it's so funny how like these principles kind of, it's, it's kind of like uh, once people figured out and, and accepted like, Oh, this is kind of um, the law of the truth that mm -hmm. it's getting passed around. There's no wonder that most successful people are aligned with these same kind of laws and patterns. And so uh, I learned this, I'm not smart enough to figure this out, but I learned this from a mentor of mine, Myron Golden. And he talked about the four levels of value. And, and the, the first level is implementation is like you trade time for money. Mm -hmm. um, and so you're, the things that you do directly tie to the outcome of how much you make. And then there's unification, which is like being a manager. So now you can galvanize and kind of manage people. And then the, the, the level above that is communication, which is like you get into sales or entrepreneurship. And then the highest level is imagination where you get paid for the ideas that are so valuable. And then you find people to help you execute your dreams. Right. And so mm -hmm. we can think of people like Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, you know, um, Zuck. Zuck, right? They imagine yeah. these things. It was like, I'm going to get everybody on this platform one day. One day, everybody will have everything that they need. It'll be in one thing that can fit in their pocket and will it'll be a thousand bucks. It won't come with any instructions and, and it will come out with a new one every single year and raise the price and only change one small feature and people will be obsessed to stand in, in line for two, three days just to get it. Gosh, dang. And that started with the imagination. And so that's that highest level. Well, why is that even relevant to what you said? Well, the purpose of that is some some process along the way, we were told, right, uh, and we bought something where our imagination wasn't the thing that we could use in our creativity to make money. And so we bought this other thing where we needed to go and help somebody else who had an imagination to fulfill their thing, right? Yes. And uh, the reason why I found that so powerful is I know everybody's kind of heard the be, do, have thing where it's like, you know, that philosophy. Are you familiar with that? Mm -mm. Okay. So there's a be, do, have thing. And most people focus on the half thing. So it's like, what are your dreams? Like, I want to make, I want to have a million dollars. I want to have a house. I want to have a car. But the, the thing that people miss from that is that this is an equation. So in order to have things, right, that's, that speaks to your property. And the most wealthy people own what? Assets. So in order to have things, you need to have assets. Okay, mm -hmm. great, Arturo. Well, where do you get assets from? Well, you need to do things, right? And so most people aren't willing to do what it's required to take to get the assets to have the things that wealthy people have. So in that case, that do speaks to our activity. What are the things that you're doing? So if you're not doing so, if you're doing things over here and getting one result and you want to have the things that other people have and they're doing a different thing, then some kind of way you got to switch what you're doing to start doing what other people are doing. And so that speaks to your activity. So if you do the things that other successful people do, right, then you could probably have some, if, if not all of the things that other successful people have. Right. 
So that's kind of that philosophy. And then the B part, which is probably the most uh, important one. And that speaks to identity. And a lot of times, uh, often, when we give up that dream, that creativity, where we're told, no, you just need to go get a job and do this, we have been sold that we now need to put our creativity on the shelf. And you and I both know, because we talk about this all the time, the ideas and the imagination is the thing that fuels us as an entrepreneur, the ideas. And then mm-hmm. we go, we have an amazing team and we fulfill in those things. And that creates the asset. And assets is the thing that attracts the income. So if you want to make more money, you need to create assets, right? And so B. So how do you become, because that speaks to your identity, and most people have a negative sense of their own identity, Right. We can tell somebody else, man, you look great today. Your hair looks good. But on the inside, we're telling ourselves these negative things. Oh, you're too short. You're too slow. You're too fat. These things. And we beat ourselves up every single day. Well, we talked about a negative and a positive outlook. Well, chances are, if you don't think you can lift it, guess what? You can't. If you don't think you can do an Iron Man, you you can't. There's no need to even try to attempt to do it. If you think that you can't be someone who can do something to have the metal at the end, when you start right then, then you already lost. And there's no, there's no need to do that. So the most important thing is the mindset. And if people would focus on that achievement first of becoming the person who could do the activity, which is increasing your, your, your skill set, then you can have anything that you want. For example, um, and I know I'm kind of going, going on one, but for example, for example, most people work a nine to five and they just keep doing that and getting another job thinking that they're going to get ahead to have financial success, right? They keep doing the same action and expecting to get a different results. Well, that's the definition of insanity in itself or sales professionals. They just keep buying more leads and keep doing more calls as opposed to getting better at the mm. skill set. And this goes back to the words. When is the last time that you have learned something and then implemented it? And that is how you raise your skill set. So be, do, and have. Let's go. I like that, man. Uh, wh- where did you first hear that? That's strong. Uh, I learned that from Myron Golden. I've been kind of studying some of the things. And it's very interesting because a lot of the things that he teaches is, uh, in a, uh, uh, is business principles based off of things um, from the Bible. And uh, the one thing that I have learned from him is that he just focuses on the things that are natural laws, right? Yep. And so um, I just been focusing on the principles of things. And I'm like, oh, if you get the principles right, then everything works. A plus B equals C, right? One plus one equals two. And if you focus on getting the inputs right, then you get the outputs right. My buddy literally just sent me a video of him the 18th. That would have been not this past Saturday, the one before. Yeah. So about about nine days ago, Mm. my buddy Rob just sent me a video of... um, Myron Golden's yeah, walking through like, you know, how, how he makes 40,000 bucks an hour, you know, uh, mm-hmm. he's got some great content. I need to watch more of it, but yeah, I, I enjoy that. That's like, cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm absorbing a lot of Hormozy content at the moment as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Just, I like uh, both though. I like yeah. the, the art of achievement. I mean, the, the, the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. And, and, and I think that we want to achieve everything, but if we just really kind of focused on like, okay, how can I do this as opposed to like, how can I have this? What do yeah. I need to do in order to get it? We skip over that and then we trick ourselves into just like, oh man, you know, I, I don't have this. So I guess it's not possible for me. Right. Well, you've got to get better over time to be someone that attracts these things where well, you don't have to chase them. We don't need to print money. You know, 
it, it's it's a it's a it's a resource that is here for everybody. It's not going anywhere. So you got to be someone that uh, either has assets or has value that will attract those things. And I think a lot of times we just try to skip steps. And and uh, for me personally, I did that personally uh, for for years and years and years. And I was like, man, you know what? Let me just hone in and dig in. That if I get this right, right, then people won't be able to ignore you. And that's mm-hmm. that's basically called mastery. Yeah. Yes. That's good. I love that, man, dude. This this is uh, this has been this is this has been good because it's a little more unique, right? We're just hanging out. We're spit we're spitballing. You're sharing some some of the key things that you've learned that agents need to hear. Um, wh- what do you notice? You 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 work with a ton of agents. Um, what do you notice around the industry that 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 you think uh, agents that are listening need to hear? Yeah, um, I think that if agents focus more on their ability to get better and uh, that they just haven't arrived just because of uh, status or uh, things being posted uh, for awards that they get. And if they just focused on getting better every single day um, and not just like um, monetarily getting better, like, getting yes. better in their disciplines, getting better in their physiology with exercise, getting better the way they eat, getting better in their relationships. All of those things pour fabrics into to growing a big business. Because uh, there's a saying that, you know, um, there's not business problems. There's, there's people who have personal problems that reflect into that business. And so a lot of times when we can't scale past these levels is because we're, we're lacking uh, a character trait, uh, a mindset, or a leadership quality. Um, that we need to to fix. And these are like these rungs on a ladder. And if more agents focused on getting better at sales, right? To say all of that, it's like you should always be learning something, focusing on a new training, buying something. I know a lot of agents get free trainings, but they should also be getting something outside of that additional mentorship, additional coaching um, to get to that next level. Because, you know, just keep telling yourself that it's the magical lead. Or I'm looking for a new lead source, <laughs> right? The biggest expense that most agents have isn't lead spend. It isn't overhead. It's lost sales. True. Right. How many people that you've spoken with that you weren't able to overcome the two objections that you should have had mastered by now, which is I need to think about it or I need to speak to my spouse or partner. If agents just mastered those two, they could tremendously triple quadruple their income with the same amount of leads that they already have. And so again, it's just always, you know, getting better, staying with that student mind first of, you know, not thinking that you have it all figured out and getting better at sales 100%. And, and to, to my point to that is my client, Kevin Alexander does over hundred K per month on his own pen, number one agent at mutual Omaha, number nine in his company, right. Works you know, three and a half days a week because he's a full-time pastor and is able to come and join my program that's been doing amazing things to learn a different, more efficient way to do it. And when he came to me, he was in, in 12 months, he had hit Hall of Fame, which is like 400K in a year. And with my help, right, he was able to do it in six months. And that just mm. shows me that like, if you're always willing to learn, even if you are a high producer, there's always another level to go to for sure. Always. That's right. Always another level. Uh, I mean, you're putting out content, sharing a bunch of stuff too. If they want to connect with you, learn from you more, uh, where would you like to send them? 
Yeah, so you can check out my YouTube channel at Arturo Johnson Consulting on YouTube or Instagram at Arturo Johnson Consulting. And you can check me out there. Uh, if anybody has any questions, they could, uh, you know, just just reach out to me there and I'll respond there. I love it, man. Dude, appreciate you being on. I love hanging with you and just spitting and talking shop, you know, um, about everything you got going on. I know you got a ton of cool stuff. Arturo's got a great team. For those that don't know Arturo, man, I, I, could, I would highly suggest connecting with him. Um, I'm actually going to be in Nashville with him and his mastermind in, in about a month or so. Right. Yeah, man, it's going to be good. We got lots to learn from. We got some amazing people coming. Richard Wetmore, you're coming. You know, it's going to be a good time. We're going to learn a lot, but we're also going to have a lot of fun. We got Top Golf, got another amazing steak dinner. Yeah, man, go. we're going to have some good time, man, for sure. Let's go. Let's go. Dude, Arturo, thanks for being back on the podcast, brother. Appreciate everything you're doing and love hanging with you. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Okay, thanks for listening to Power Players Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Askins, and we'll see you on the next episode. 